This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Talk Radio 1210, WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? After listening to that crowd, how could I be bad? Nah, you're good. And we're excited to be here every Saturday at 1 o'clock here on WPHT Talk Radio, 1210, the number one station in Philly. And we are the number one real estate show in, in the Philly market. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any questions about mortgages with Deanne, the mortgage mom, or commercial or residential real estate, I got a few calls this week. Just give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We've been here 15 years answering your questions and keeping you informed because the media does not talk about real estate because they don't talk about good news. And the real estate market is fine. And you can listen to this show and past shows at our website, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with Asking Dr. A. Right. Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We have our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Taking a little different path today. I'm going to talk about the psychology of the cold weather shorts guy. (laughs) The psychology (laughs) of the short weather what? Shorts guy. And it has to do with my husband is part of this. He wears shorts almost 365 days out of the year. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I have a friend that does that. (laughs) Mark, we also have our our questions today. Are structural engineers required to have liability insurance? Next question. When you sue a realtor, are you suing the agent or the company? I got a call actually about that this week. Legal Shield. The next question is the duty to disclose new construction to home buyers. Next question is after buyers bought the home, they are building a large development right next door. Should the buyers have been told? Let's go on. Last question is divorce mom pays mortgage. She wants to get title in her name. 
so she can sell. What can she do? Mm. Mark, our topic of the day is seven reasons to move to Philadelphia in 2024. Moving on in. <laughs> but first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, experience is the name everyone gives to their mistakes. I like it. Yeah, because you fail forward. If you never to make any smakes, mistakes, you're not learning. You're not learning. You got to make mistakes. Take a chance to be free, you know? Get in the game. Just like that song that's out there by that unbelievable band kicks. All right. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. So, you know, there's all kinds of opinions, but the housing market's off to a good start this year. As consumers benefit from falling mortgage rates, state, as the prices are stabling a little bit, but that's regional. Like our prices are still going up. Job additions, income growth will further help the housing affordability, but increased supply will be essential to satisfying all the need. You know, that's what, if we could get everybody to listen to this show one week, I guarantee there'd be more listings because it is the best time to sell. And NAR, the National Association of Realtors, released an economic outlook for 24, projecting a 13% increase in existing home sales. Yay. Up to and a fifteen percent increase in and again in twenty five, the annual median home price is expected to raise one point four percent. They're guessing on this, but it's going to go up more than that in twenty four, and it increased another three percent in twenty five. Home sales are projected to rise significantly in the next two years as the market steadily returns to normal sales activity. That's going to take a while. It's going to take a long time to get to normal sales. I figure. Activity. We'll, yeah, we're going to need a new president and a bunch of uh, regulation cuts. NAR forecast that due to sizable growth in apartment construction over the past three years, rents will come. Well, that's according to where you're at, because in Philly, they are going up. Correct. Big time. We, I mentioned that one last week where somebody was paying 6700 a month in rent. That's insane. I, I mean, still why can't not wrap my arms buy? But they're trying to say that uh, inflation, which I. I talked to somebody yesterday about this inflation. They're saying, well, isn't it coming down to 3 or 4%? I said, yeah. But they don't, what they always leave out, they never leave out, the, they always never give you the detail. That doesn't include food, housing, or fuel. Right. That number. Right. And if you add that number together, we're at 7% in Philly. And that's over what's seven, killing people. I mean, that's what's Big ki- time. That's what's killing people. It's killing small business. For sure. So- Anyway, there's been some drops in pricing. The first housing market shows signs of recovery, a trend that's likely to persist if the rates remain on a downward trajectory. Pending home sales in in December increased 8.3% compared with the previous month, far surpassing the projected consensus more modest of a 2% increase. Now, like in our area, like when we get an increase in listings, they go up by a couple hundred out of 600,000. I think last week there was 3,000 for sale out of 600,000, where there should be, you know, thousands. Thousands, right. Because that's how <laughs> many not. people we have pre-approved waiting to purchase home. <clears throat> I know. And that was the largest month-over-month jump in pending home sales since 2020. Coincidence there, huh? <laughs> Pending sales are forward-looking indicator of home sales based on the contract signings in December. Increased signal positive developments in the market. So the consensus projections always seem to be on the low side, given what we've seen with mortgage applications, which are up, by the way. Yes, they are. Another leading indicator of sales activity. Average mortgage, 
applications in in December increased nearly 8% compared with the previous month. And so far in the month of January, in January, they increased approximately 10% compared to December. And you got to think, I mean, December, you know, that's a holiday month. So we always talk about people don't, you know, people don't buy homes in December. Well, this just proves that they do. They do. And and they're very motivated. People that are buying in December are very motivated. And the spring market starts in January. So Correct. as soon as you hit January, you're talking about the spring market. You don't talk about the spring market in April. In April, right. So, uh, you know, based on all this stuff, they fi- figure out the activity is going to increase and it's going to be welcome and promising signs. I think 24, after we get a little further into the year, is going to be good. So tell us about the rates. So, Mark, we're looking at your 30-year conventional, ticked up a little bit, ticked up to 7%, and that's because of the jobs report that came out um, this week. You're looking at your 15-year fixed at 6.38%. Your 30-year FHA is 6.25%, along with your 30-year VA, which is 6.25%. So, you know, keep in mind, we're still under the average which is 7.47%. It's a great time to refinance. Use some of that equity in your home to pay off this credit card debt that's running 29 to 30%. Or buy, and I keep, or buy a duplex or a triplex and have another income. Passive income. Yep, correct. But we got to get a grip. I mean, the average consumer has $96,000 worth of household consumer debt. We got to chip away at that. And 48% of the country doesn't have a mortgage. So they're sitting on tons of equity. Right. And that jobs report, that's very deceiving. I, wa- I watch Chowie Payne. I try to catch Chowie Payne every day because he don't give no bull. And that jobs report, they just came out and said, we gained 250,000 jobs. Well, they're on, the other, government jobs. on the other side of that coin, they lost another 255 people. So, you know, the economy... Yeah. We need to shake it up. So with that, you're listening to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. 
Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So we have to have. So, Mark, we are up to your funny story. So this 17-year-old boy works part-time at Pizza Hut, and he drives up and parks in front of a beautiful house, and there's a beautiful Porsche in the driveway. Not, and wait a minute, let me back up. 17-year-old boy works part-time in a Pizza Hut, drives up and parks in front of the of his house in a beautiful Porsche. Naturally, his parents know that there's no way he earned enough money after school to buy such a car. The mother goes, where'd you get this car? Dad screams too in shock. He goes, I bought it today. Calmly, the teen says, with with what money? He goes, we know how much a Porsche costs. You can't afford it. He goes, well, it's used and I got a great deal. This one cost me $20. Mother goes, who on earth would sell a car like that for $20? He goes, the woman up the street. I don't know her name. She just moved in. She ordered pizza. When I delivered to her, she asked me if I want to buy a Porsche for $20. The boy and dad's mom hurry over to the neighbor's house, ready to demand an explanation. Curiously, the neighbor is calmly planting flowers in her front yard. He goes, listen, I'm the father of the kid you just sold this sports car to for $20. I need an explanation from you. Well, the woman, not looking up from her garden, she goes, this morning I got a phone call from my husband, and I thought he was on a business trip in Florida, but it seems he's run off to Hawaii with his secretary and doesn't intend to come back. Well, what on earth does that have to do with selling our son a Porsche for 20 bucks? The neighbor smiles, big smile, pauses for a minute. She goes, well, my husband asked me to sell the new Porsche and send him the money, so I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) If you have a funny story, send it to 8029 at Comcast.net or give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. And that goes back to if you don't ask, the answer is no. no. Right. <laughs> Want to buy a Porsche for $20? Yes, I do. So That's- now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segments with the Ancat Tyrus from Green Tree Mortgage. I know I'm going to screw this up. And... It has something to do with psychology of the weather and the short sky. Forget it. Tell me what it is. It's the psychology of the cold weather shorts guy. Shorts guy. Oh. Not a short guy. Shorts as in clothing. I have a friend that's a millionaire. That's all he wears. Yep. So my husband, 300, almost 365 days a year wears shorts. And- um, we're, I'm actually coming to you from the ocean in Atlantic City celebrating my mom's birthday. And she saw this article this morning and I decided that, hey, let's do something different um, instead of talking about rates and economics and blah, blah, blah. So because this has always perplexed me. Some people wear shorts in the winter for attention or to express their individuality. Others simply run hot. So when this gentleman, he was a 50-year-old exercise physiologist, he shovels snow at home in Connecticut, and someone always starts shouting at him, 
um, actually a lot of neighbors. They drive by, they roll down the window and ask, really, you're in shorts? So in fact, in shorts, as he is 364 other days of the year, he's been wearing them in all temperatures since he was a kid. Maybe for attention at first, but he admits, but now because he runs hot and is simply more comfortable, pantless. He's in shorts when he walks his two dogs and he goes for a run in below freezing temps or when he's cleaning his at-home outdoor ice rink in the dead of the night. (laughs) He wears them to his kids' wintertime ice hockey games. Um, His wife says, who stays warm with a battery-operated heated vest, (laughs) he always forgoes jackets as well. I'd rather... He says, I would rather be a little bit cold most of the time than hot all of the time. So everyone seems to know a cold weather shorts guy. I got one. I live with one. And he stands out on the sidewalks, otherwise populated by people in parkas. He's parading around every college campus and taking a lap around every snow-covered cul-de-sac. There's one in even in the Senate. So his neighbor, they want, why does your wardrobe stay the same when the seasons changed, you know, and aren't you cold? And there's no single reason why some people, usually men, like wearing shorts in chilly weather. The habit could be driven by a desire to demonstrate toughness or masculinity, um, says a psychologist. Shorts guys might assume others will be impressed by their ability to tolerate punishing temperatures, or it could be a way to make a statement and express themselves in a unique way. I think it's stupid, but that's just my opinion. Um, It sets them apart from others and makes them memorable, reinforcing their sense of individuality. Now, when we went on this cruise, (laughs) we might, everyone knows that my husband wears shorts. Well, he actually came to dinner dressed up in pants and a suit jacket. People didn't even recognize them. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you're actually dressed. And he said, my husband actually turned to me and said, I can't believe how many people are commenting on how nice I look. Like, yeah, imagine that. Imagine what pants and a jacket could do, right? So, but some others are likely drawn to the novel and intense experience and get a thrill out of braving the cold. Once they develop a reputation for wearing shorts, Um, year round, they might continue doing so to avoid cognitive (laughs) dissonance, the mental discomfort triggered by behaving in ways that contradict our perceptions about ourselves. So this guy, there's another guy, and I'm going to keep this short, but there's another guy that splits his time between New York and North Carolina, and he wears shorts every day and has found that being able to withstand the Arctic chill increases his mental and physical fortitude. He slips into a jacket if he's going to be outside for a long time, but otherwise sticks to a shorts and t-shirts regardless of the weather. Weather. He says, I use this as a means to condition my body. I'm testing myself and seeing how long I can take it. Personal growth, growth he believes, is the result of preserving through discomfort. He doesn't want to get too cozy in any aspect of his life. That's insane. I'm one of these guys. I played soccer from when I was six years old to like 30. And in Philly, in in the winter, it's cold. 
And I never, that's cold, doesn't, if I got a jacket on and a pair of shirts, that don't bother me at all. Oh my God. But <laughs> I can tell you, but I, my husband is not doing it for personal growth. No, I do, of course. It's easy. You put a pair of shorts on, that's it. <laughs> Black shorts all year round. It's easy. Anyway, yeah. I just thought that I have was, a friend. Um, He's a millionaire. I've helped him buy hundreds of units of property right i've never seen him in anything but a pair of shorts yeah and and you know what mark that also goes there's there's another you know side to this you can't judge a book by its cover right because you never you never know and i have a whole story about that but you know my husband met this guy he was in ripped jeans and a a white t-shirt making coffee in this office building and he was supposed to meet the owner of the office building and it actually was the guy making coffee. He was the owner. Yeah. And he's, and Pete said, I am so grateful that I never, you know, judged a book by its cover because that was the guy I was supposed to talk to. Yep. Anyway. I, know, I know a couple of people like yeah. that. Anyway, so stay tuned for our question and answer segment. We got some great questions as usual. So stay with us and we'll be right back. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on 1210 WPHTO. Positive all the time on Good News and Real Estate. We'll go ahead. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account. We're member-owned and offer all the services you're looking for, like mobile banking and free ATM withdrawals. Visit our website at pfcu.com. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All right. Welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Dan? So, Mark, we are up to our question and answer segment. And our first question is, are structural engineers required to have liability insurance? I don't know if they're required. Like, if you're a structural engineer, like I know a couple, but the smart ones have it because, you know... You're if you're if you're going in and you're not actually doing work, you're going to give an opinion and there's something structurally right. sound, and then it turns out you screwed up, you missed something, you're probably better off having some kind of insurance so to cover your butt. But you know, now if a mortgage company or or a real estate company or whatever 
a township required a structural engineer's report, you probably want one that has liability insurance. Well, with any insurance, I mean, we even say it about Legal Shield, right? It's better to have it and not need it than to need it and yeah, not I have got, it. I have it. I got a million dollars on my school, which I've never used, but I got yeah, it. Yeah, you have to. You know. What's All the right. Next the next one? question is: When you sue a realtor, are you suing the agent or the company? This is an interesting question because back in the day, when I first got my license, they used to see sue the broker, the broker and the realtor. Right. And now these now these lawyers they use the shotgun approach. Like I was involved in one when I was running a Keller Williams, and they sued me personally. They sued Gary Keller personally. They sued the regional franchise group they sued the office and the broker and, and it was the shotgun approach and i got a call from texas from gary keller saying get me off of this suit <laughs> <laughs> and it was a stupid suit you know it was like after i talked to the guy's lawyer it was like totally bull he had no clue what the guy he sued because you know somebody gave him two grand and he's filed the suit but he found out that his client was lying to everybody and then it went away but most of the time they sued a realtor and the broker and i have a case a lady called me this week about a listing issue and she wanted to sue but i gave her advice not to sue i told her call the broker up and then tell the broker that you're really unhappy with this listing agent you want out of your contract and if you don't let me out of the contract i'm going to the real estate commission and usually when you use that, and I gave her a script, I told her, write it down. Because if you say to a, a broker of a real estate company, I'm going to the real estate commission, usually they cave and they'll let you out of almost anything. Right. Because usually what they do on a listing, they'll try to convince you to use another agent in the office so they don't lose the they listing. They don't lose it, right. Now, this agent, what he did was he listed her house and he overpriced it like way big time. And she wasn't getting any showings or anything. And she knew it was overpriced and it's in great shape. And he was just trying to get more money out of his commission. Yeah. But, and it's not going to appraise. So she's not doing him any favor. He's not doing this lister any favors. Any favors, right. So I told her, you know, but use that language. You want to avoid court because, you know, court's a roll of the dice. You might have the best story in the world, but you get in there and get Somebody in front is. of some judge that had a bad day. Yep. All of a sudden- you're the spotlights on you. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid court at all costs. What's the next one? All right. The next question is, after buyers bought the home, they are building a large development right next door. Is there a duty to disclose new construction to home buyers? Should you know, they have been told? I bet you this happens to a lot of people. They buy a house and there's a big field next to them. And next thing you know, they find out a little bit later that they're going to put in a hundred units right next door. Right. And you know, usually within, a, if it's in a reasonable time frame, there's some kind of zoning going on. Maybe, I don't know legally in the seller's disclosure if they have to disclose that to a buyer. To a future buyer. If they know that like a 200 houses are going to be built right in their open, big open field that their buyers were looking at. You yeah. know, but usually developments takes so long there's usually some sign up and zoning issues went out and the neighbors would know that's why i always tell people if you're going to move into a new house and you want to know what the neighbor is neighborhood is you know stop on a friday night saturday night 
when people, yeah. when this stuff's really going on, and ask some neighbors. They'll tell you if they love the neighborhood or not. And, you know, <laughs> but no, like, agreed. Absolutely. This, you know, do they have to disclose? Now, if this agent knew that they're going to build 200 houses on this big, giant open field, if I was the agent, I would tell them. But, you know, I don't think it legally it's in the seller's disclosure. So, and that would, that would determine by state too, how each seller's disclosure forms are. Are you aware of any new construction? Yep. All right. Let's get to the last question. Divorced mom pays the mortgage. Right. She wants to get title in her name so she can sell the house. What can she do? And the problem she's having is she can't get a hold of the husband. And that's a problem. Sure. Because like to do the paperwork, they're going to need their signature. Correct. So they're going to, she's going to have to track this guy down because I don't see any other way out of it. Yeah. He's got it. He's got a sign, you know, but if yeah, he, he's definitely got to sign off. So you got to, you got to track him down and give him an offer. He can't refuse. Right. You know, make a reason because usually if it's that situation, if you can get a hold of them, you can probably, you can split the baby and try to make it work out. Right. All right. Great questions as usual. And coming up next is our topic of the day, which is seven reasons to move to Philadelphia in 2024. And a shout out to Allison Tekanat was was supposed to be our guest today. She's my bookkeeper and she owns 365 accounting firm. She's very sick with COVID. So hopefully we'll have her back. Yeah, we wish her well. Hurry up and get better. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHD. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at MortgageMom.net. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katzeros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katzeros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. If you're planning on listing your home for sale, get your home updated and don't pay anything until the house sells. Really, it's that simple. Curbio, your first stop with your agent before you list the property and your one stop for getting everything from painting and flooring to full home renovations. Go to Curbio.com, sell your home for a higher list price and realize an average 215% return on investment. It's stress-free, it's turnkey, and the process is easy. Go to Curbio.com. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, the premier real estate school in Philadelphia, has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now. All right, welcome back to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So we're at the end. So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, which is seven reasons to move to Philadelphia. 
in 2024. In 2024. Philadelphia was recently named the sixth largest city in the U.S., coming just behind Phoenix. We used to be five, then Phoenix took over. It's a top-tier USA city known for a range of cultural, historical, recreational attractions, especially among East Coast cities. Living in Philly means having access to all the conveniences of a metropolitan city, including public transportation and all the charm of a small town. Like Philly's not like hustle and bustle like New York. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We do have that, you know, in certain parts, we do have that little small town favor, you know? And below, I got seven reasons. Uh, One, arts, music, culture, Philadelphia's museums, cultural institutions, among the world's foreignest, the Barnes Foundation, that has a great collection of impressionist, post-impressionist art, modern paintings. The orchestra remains one of the premier orchestras on the planet. The Museum of Arts, great or art museum, is a great place. And the Rodin Museum is one of my favorites, so hardly anybody even knows about it. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. The list goes on live music theater, uh, all kinds of festivals, the Academy of Natural Science, the TV show, It's Always Sunny in Philly. Uh you know, and they do a lot of movies in Philly, too. So dining and drinks, City of Broadway Love hosts a collectible of culinary delights at all different price points. Every city has a copycat take on the Philly's cheesesteaks and John's roast pork. Yeah, and then the two guys that had the, a steak joint in Philly went to jail for t- tax evasion and Hunter's still cruising around them. I'm really teed <laughs> off about that one. Philadelphia's love soft pretzels too, while often eating tasty car bombs for breakfast, thinking nothing ever replace your morning bagel. Think again. When it comes to international fare, the diversity of Philly's dinner option beers of its uh, citizens, Philly has a number of restaurants. We have every kind of restaurant you can want in Philly. There's a wide range available for all tastes. And if you're looking for a few dining experiences, there's all different types of things in Philly. You know, you can find something. And then we have a Wawa, one of the best stores in the country, oh a Wawa. Wawa. It's so great. And now you can even pick up. I think they even deliver now with Uber. <laughs> it's not only a great food, but it's top home to countless. And we have a countless amount of breweries and distilleries. We haven't even had one place that makes their own whiskey now. And housing, it's always more affordable in Philadelphia. Well, like when you our- talk about housing in Philadelphia, I mean, there's really eight reasons, and one of them would be mortgage mom. Well, that's a good <laughs> one. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, we we are appreciated over the last 10 years, but our real estate taxes are relatively low to care compared to other cities, and even compared to counties surrounding uh, Philadelphia. And there's a wide variety of types of housing in Philadelphia. Oh, there's definitely. You know, Philly was Philly was known the city of homes because it had tons of row homes back because we were the textile center of the world way back when. We had textile mills like no That's other. That's before city my in the time. World. I'm sure you remember it though. Yeah, that was my father came over from England and he was making five dollars an hour way back when in, in the early 1900s. Because he had a skill from England. Wow, I didn't know your father was Five hours an hour. Yeah, yeah, my parents were from England. Philadelphia is a large metropolitan area that exceeds more more densely populated urban core, most often referred to as center city. You have the 50th floor luxury condos, and you have like all different types of neighborhoods. Like you got the high-end Society Hill and Chestnut Hill and all that. And then you have the... 
the more blue collar neighborhoods, but the medium sales price citywide is two fifty. Two fifty. And better move fast two fifty. Two hundred. 250 <laughs> as 9%, but that's going up 9% over the last year. So Philly is still appreciating, but it's also gaining residents. We're gaining population. Now, you know, you can save thousands of dollars when you purchase a house in Philly, but, but, you know, and there's rebates on taxes on new construction. Then we have the parks, mountains, and beaches. Philadelphia's Parks and Recreation is summing up best by saying that it has a large, diverse park and recreation system, something for everyone. And we do have a ton of parks. There are over 300 neighborhood parks, 166 miles of trails, 40 historic sites, 60 community gardens, farms. Farms. We actually have farms in Philly and courts, playgrounds. Let's go. It makes on. me want to almost so, move to Philly, Mark. I mean, this is crazy. This I'm is just you. amazing. I, I, I'm in Fox Chase. I'm like in the city, but not in right. the city. And the other thing about it is, you know, we're two, three hour radius of everything from the Pocono Mountains to the Jersey Shore to Washington, D.C., out to the Lancaster and all that. I mean, we were like in the center in the east on that Amtrak corridor. I mean, you could get any, everywhere in like It'll two hours. Multicultural. Yes. And we have un U.S paralleled significance in history. For sure. I mean, we yeah. were the capital of the country at one time. Philadelphia was named the nation's first world heritage site. So many notable events happened. George Washington crossing the Delaware, Ben Franklin's kite experiment, Betsy Ross's famous flag making, even music, John, uh, John Coltrane's jazz. And then we have, of course, fictional Rocky that everybody is in yeah. love with. That. <laughs> I had a comedian. I watched the comedian joke. He goes, Philly's nuts. He goes, they eat like these cheesesteaks and they're heroes, uh, an imaginary person. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as historical sites visit, there are many to check off. We have Independence Hall. I, you know, I know people that have never been to the Liberty Bell that lived in Philly their whole life. It's that crazy. was a class I used trip. to love just wandering around yeah. town. Yeah. Uh, the Liberty Bell Museum of the American Revolution. Alfred's Alley, the oldest street in the city. Uh, you could ride right by and not even notice it was there. You know, and then higher education. We are the city of colleges. I mean, we have uh, Temple, U of P, Southern so many universities. Villanova. Yeah, it's one of our biggest employers. Uh, medical and, and college universities are two of our biggest employers. So, And that's why when COVID hit and other things happened and 2008 hit, we never took the hit where other country, other cities went down like 25, 30%. In the worst market in history back in 2008, we were only off 11%. And location, location, location. Philadelphia's on the 95 corridor. So 95 miles north, you find New York. To the south, 138 miles to Washington. Baltimore's even closer. Richmond's within a day's reach. So you can take advantage of the whole East Coast pretty easily from Philly. And and so if you're looking to go farther afield for pleasure, flying in and out of Philly's easy. Uh, getting we have a great train and metro system. Like I took the train, the old R eight. They call it the Fox Chase train now, but that's how I went to work every day when I worked for the city. It was so convenient. So definitely plan the city, surrounding areas, get a sense for what you don't like. But it's not you got to go neighborhood to neighborhood because they're all different. 
Like I lived on South Street for 14 years and that's totally different from like Yeah, they all have their own personalities where I'm at. Yeah. And and that makes it interesting, you know? Oh, it's definitely interesting. Yeah. (laughs) And there's good and bad, you know, right now, hopefully we've got this new mayor that's going to get crime under control. And if she does that alone, things are going to feel better in our town. Right. But, you know, Philly's got a lot going for it. That was pretty good. It gives a a whole different insight. Yeah, it's some good and positive messages rather than the doom. There you go. All right. Speaking of positive messages, we are up to our business segment with Asking Dr. A. All right. So welcome, Dr. A. We are going to talk about, um, we're going to finish up our segment with how does DISC feel and approach AI? And we are up to, I believe, the S personality. C. C personality. How are you, Dr. Abelson? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys? Excellent. Good. And this and this topic, I just keep reading. Everybody's an expert already. I just can't believe <laughs> the amount. There must be 2,000 experts of A&I on Facebook. Well, there's a hell of a lot of money involved here. So, uh, and it's a new thing. So it's kind of hard to, it's kind of, it's kind of like when we were going through the COVID, you know, where there's all this uh, uncertainty regarding what's going on and how to do it and things of that nature. So there's- it reminds me back, back when computers, when we first went to windows and everything changed and everything got right. simpler. Right. My my web guy for the school is working on some A and I stuff for my website. So tell us about how now we're up to the C personality. We did the disc, the D, the dominate, getting to the bottom line, the I, Mr. and Mrs. Personality, the S, all about why, and now we're at the the C, the accountant type men personality. Now, how are they approaching A and I? Well, I AI. would imagine most of them are going to be not very trusting and fairly cynical. Okay. And uh, so they're not going to trust it. And if you start doing the AI, they're going to want to check it to make sure everything, everything that that's coming from the AI is, is totally above board and correct. So I would imagine they're going to be uh, slow to change now it, and to adopt it. I, my recommendation would be is uh, before you get into something that's really important or serious that you go and have them uh, test out five or six different things that aren't really important or related to what it is you want to do so they can see the accuracy there. And and at that point, what will happen is that'll probably make them feel more comfortable and that you can trust it, you know, a little bit more. They'll always be a little cynical. They're always cynical if I say something or you say something or the aunt says something. Uh yeah. that that's just what comes along with somebody who's a very, very intense C. Yeah, their their big fear is making a mistake. So they're right. gonna really they're gonna do the research. Double check it. Yep. And they're gonna they're gonna Almost validating is what they're doing. They're almost validating the information. And and they're very, a high C is very detail oriented. So they'll dive into reading everything, which me, I I, I get about 15 minutes into this stuff and I'm like, you know, my web guy's probably better at this. (laughs) Now (laughs) we get somebody else to do it. There are a number of AI approaches now. So a way to deal with that is to have them ask the same question to two or three different AI approaches uh, and and to see what, what the results are. And then the commonalities or whatever they say, you know, is basically a report as as the same as, as the others, you know, that's 
going to be much more knowledgeable, much, much more accepting even to the sea. So that is an approach you, you can do with this. Uh, but for sure, they're, they're going to be cynical. They want to test it out. In fact, they might be, and they probably won't share this with you, but they might be a little offended that you're not willing to just have them do it instead of going to AI uh, to, to see what the AI solution is. Yeah, and like Good point. Me, personally, I was in a debate on Facebook because I'm – preaching to real estate agents that you got to talk to people. And there was a whole thing on Facebook about, uh, you know, using this A&I to contact your right. database. And I, I, you know what? A&I would be fine for putting that list of, uh, in front of you every day, but you got to talk to people. This is not a replacement for the conversation. Absolutely not. And if you want more information about how people uh, deal with it in the different profiles of disk, let me know. Just contact me at uh, drperioda at ablson.net, A-B-E-L-S-O-N.net. All right, Dr. Abelson, think of a good topic for us. All right, thank you, Dr. A. Will do. If you have any questions, you can send them to 8029 at comcast.net or give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at dnkatsaris at comcast.net or give me a call at 609-6- Oh, five, seven, one, five, three. I can help out here. Thank you. <laughs> and a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week. And I got a bunch of calls last week about uh, about the show, and they got some good questions. I actually used a couple today. And uh, our sponsor is keeping us on the air. Actually, we have a spot. If you want to join our team, give me a call, 267-266-5501, and I'll tell you how you can join our show. And with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. Her number is 609-605-7153. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. All All positive, positive, all all the the time. time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate. If you'd like to contact Mark Cumberland or Deanne Katsaris or listen to any of the past shows, go to goodnewsinrealestate.com. This program is paid for by Good News in Real Estate. All opinions or statements expressed on the program are solely those of Good News in Real Estate or their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. This program has been pre-recorded. Green Tree Mortgage invites you to connect with the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaros, the co-host of Good News in Real Estate and a five-star real estate expert in the Delaware Valley. Let the mortgage mom answer your questions, help you with a mortgage, provide answers for you about your current home, while always educating you about home ownership, including home purchase and finance options. Deanne Katsaros, the mortgage mom, NMLS 143589. Click mortgagemom.net. That's mortgagemom.net. Philadelphia Real Estate Classes. The premier real estate school in Philadelphia has been voted one of the top five real estate schools in Pennsylvania. And it's no wonder. They offer live streaming and live instructor online courses to get your real estate license. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Total cost, only $4.99, including the book. Day, night, and weekend courses are available. Call 267-266-5501 or go to philadelphiarealestateclasses.com. Get your license now.